Hello. 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 Hi there. Hello and welcome to the podcast formerly known as the RadioTimes.com podcast. We've been kicked out under our own little platform now, so you will be listening to the Football Times podcast with myself, Michael Potts, sport editor at RadioTimes.com. And today I'm joined by the returning Mr. Jake Wilson, junior writer for Match of the Day magazine. What is happening? We've had an upgrade. This is lovely. <laughs> We've had an upgrade. We have our lovely little new home now. Um, so you'll not be bothered by the, the Strictly Come Dancing lot and or any of those those people who you, you just don't really care about. Um, we'll be exclusively bringing you football takes, uh, previews, any sort of fantasy football tips. Uh, and we'll be here every week, every Wednesday. You will see us. You'll, well, you'll hear us. You'll hear us. I will be seeing a new member of the Match of the Day team. Uh, and we'll be taking you through the weekend's football on TV. Uh, let's just get straight into it, shall we? Let's no go. more time for... For intros, Everton versus West Ham. Saturday lunchtime, it's a 12.30 kickoff on BT Sport 1. Um, feels a little bit like the, the roles are reversed on this one. I think we're, it's a bit of a classic Premier League fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's Everton in the driving seat and West Ham maybe struggling to, to reach that level. And I think we're kind of seeing a bit of a, a reversal of the two now. West Ham on the on the peripheral of the, of the top six. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it's a strange one. You've got uh, West Ham that... Properly uh, classic Premier League manager, Pellegrini, doing really well, has seemingly sorted them out. But that new up-and-coming manager, so much was said about Marco mm. Silva, especially when he was at Watford. And he seems to like have no real plan of how to fix Everton's uh, problems. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll start with Marco Silva. But uh, he reportedly has three games to save his job. I think it's always <laughs> ominous when you put a number on the amount of games they've got left. But... Um, yeah, I mean, he's had a whole international break, probably by himself. I think a lot of his players will have gone off around the world. Um, can he can he pull this back? Can any manager pull it back from, from that level of scrutiny? It's a strange one, isn't it? Like, three games sounds quite a few. I think if he gets hammered, so to speak. Um, <laughs> we. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, cancel the podcast, we're yeah, done. Sorry, I'll leave. Uh, catch you coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then he could be in some real trouble. Um, we've, we've spoke about them quite a bit. They've got the players there. Uh, they need to find a system that works and some consistency. You know, they were when I watched them play Wolves, their last Premier League win, um, they were really quite good. Um, Wolves didn't have a lot of the ball um, and not a lot of chances either. We took our two when we had them. Mm. Um, and then he had the three goals themselves and they haven't won since. Um, you know, that's four games without a win uh, in the league for Everton, and it could easily be five with West Ham. So. Absolutely, I think um, it's it's hard to look at where what the problem is with Everton. Really, I think is that they've got a lot of good players, maybe not quite, just not quite gelling, not not quite clicking mm-hmm. with each other. I think um, Sigurdsson, particularly for me, is the one the big disappointment. Uh, he's got no goals, one assist so far for for such a creative player. He's, he's on all their their set pieces. He uh, he actually missed a penalty during the week for Iceland on international duty, Gosh. which wouldn't have wouldn't have helped him. Uh, just think, like when an experienced pro, pro like that, he's done it. Well, he, he had a, a time at Spurs, not necessarily the most successful, but. He's an experienced guy, and I just think when you've got youngsters around you, you've got to step up. I don't know where he goes during these times. No, he has gone uh, very quiet. I think that whole midfield kind of region, uh, especially in the middle, is uh, really struggling to kind of find any consistency. Delph, you know, we're gonna, we know what we're getting to get from Delph, but they played Schneidlin next to him last game, and he got hammered. Yeah. Uh, Schneidlin's bizarre. I feel like he's, he's a strange sort of Premier League gone player, for a while. Yeah, you know, Man United he played for. Yes, <laughs> that was a weird time. <laughs> no one remembers that. They'll probably take him back now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, um, 
Yeah, the other thing as well, which I've brought up before, but I think it's still worth just basking in how good this stat is, well, how cool this stat is for anybody who isn't an Everton fan. Um, Marco Silva from Set Pieces, the amount of goals he concedes, um, we're up to 21 goals conceded since the start of last season for Everton, so that's 21 in 46 games. At Watford, he conceded 17 in 44, and at Hull, he conceded 14 in 36. So he's pretty much like 40-50% of the goals his teams concede are from set pieces. And it's like, if you can't change mm-hmm. like that basic, basic element, then is it, can he change, you know, can, can he actually change enough to, to get this team winning again? Especially with Keane and Mina, like they <laughs> save themselves, they throw yeah. themselves at the ball, they, they're built for the air, like that is a big stat. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and yes, they have West Ham this week. Uh, just when you think they've got it all sorted, bam, last minute, VAR, lose to Crystal Palace. Um, Fabianski is out of this one. Uh, he's having surgery, so Roberto will start. Probably a good chance for Everton to test test a, a keeper who hasn't really been between the sticks. Definitely. Their defence looks pretty good as a whole, West Ham. Um, but I think the keeper situation is one that they're going to want to try and take advantage of. Fabianski. Loved him ever since his Swansea <laughs> days. I've always repped uh, Odd Lucas, um, and they will miss him in, in net. Um, they haven't won um, away from London since mm. uh, December, um, only once, and that was Watford. So yeah. they've got a big uh, a big challenge ahead of them too. They'll be thinking they've got to take advantage. So it's interesting. Both sides are going to have some... Uh, some yeah. good uh, thoughts about this one. Absolutely. My other meaningless stat is that um, West Ham didn't win between... It, there were 15 games they went without beating Everton. Lost 10 of them um, between 2007 and 2014, which is utterly meaningless. That <laughs> does, today, will have no yeah. bearing on, on this <laughs> no. weekend's match. Sure, Declan um, Rice won't be worried about that stat. <laughs> yeah. Declan Rice will think, oh no, <laughs> Ricardo Vaz tear in stick one at Goodison Park. <laughs> Tony Hibbert had our number. Oh. No. <laughs> uh, um, well, I'm going with the... <laughs> <laughs> Going with a score draw for this one. I can't disagree. Tony there. Hibbert got a shout out on the podcast. Yes, Tony yeah, Hibbert. Rep Tony Hibbert. Um, yeah, I'm going with a score draw for this one. I mm-hmm. feel like this is a chance for Everton. I mean, it's do or die, isn't it? Really, for Marco Silva. And I think you've got to set them up to attack. One one might save him there. Might it's just about keep him there for the other two games. Uh, moving swiftly on, uh, Saturday evening at 5:30 on Sky Sports Premier League and main event, we have Crystal Palace and Manchester City. Um, I was trying to work out how Crystal Palace is sixth in the Premier League table in 2019. Unreal. Um, Roy Hodgson might be a wizard. I don't Um, know what he's done, who he sold what to, but um, (laughs) he's got things going. I I genuinely, I don't know, I'm out. I think Zaha, he obviously... Uh, he looked he looked better against West Ham. I think he's had a bit of a quiet start of the season. He, that that uh, little move, schlup right. sort of Mister Mister Sitter looked tremendous in that little mm. little section. Um, Ivory Coast he stood out for as well. Yeah, he's a clip going around the Twitters. Interesting. He's Haven't lo- seen loads of skill, and he uh, fed it in, and Pepe nice. it in, but he did look dynamite there. So this is so. Palace with an eight with an eighty million pound player coming into into form. Um, yeah, it's so strange though. I mean, they were they were hammered by Spurs, but they're just beating the teams around them, and I think that's such an important thing when you definitely a team who was tipped to go down pretty much this year. Consistency. So many teams don't have it, and they seem to kind of play at the same level pretty much every week. Um, and I think that's so important. Roy has really got them 
kind of uh, consistent and solid. Cahill's come in and he's been yeah. rock at the back. Barely heard anything from Cahill actually, but uh, it's like just, just dream for just a centre back, get, isn't it? Gets on with it, yeah, yeah. exactly. I think the, school, the quieter a defender is, mm-hmm. like, that's 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 good. That's fine. I'm exactly, okay he's that. not being asked to Harry Maguire the ball through the lines. He's been asked to kind of shut up shop, and they've done that. They don't concede a lot of goals mm. now, so they don't Absolutely. need to score that many. And um, I was wondering, it's been a while since you've been on the podcast, a few and. Weeks. Um, it's funny that you've managed to come on this week, <laughs> the week after beating Manchester City. Wolves fan, Mr. Jake Wilson here. Yeah, um, he's, <laughs> he's returned, returned this week. How was that? Oh, it's glorious. Yeah. Uh, what did you What did you make a sit? I would love to ch- sit and chat to you about Wolves for a while. Do a separate episode on the, we'll, uh, we'll the come Wolves. back another time. Yeah. But um, what about City? City that were without De Bruyne I think that was massive before the game me and my uh, Wolves conglomerate we were talking and we were saying without De Bruyne we've got a sniff here and we really did we we defended well we sat back deep and they couldn't break us down they didn't Mm. really create loads Um, you know Wolves' defence hadn't been great earlier in the season but it seems like we've got it back now Um, and you know Crystal Palace may look at that with some uh, Fond eyes, but I don't think they should. De Bruyne's going to be back, and last time City lost a game they shouldn't have lost. <laughs> so you think this is going to lean more closer to eight nil than two nil? Yeah, two nil. Yeah. What um? What do you what do you make of City at the minute though? Because I just I keep coming back to this thing of letting Vincent Company go without replacing yeah. him. It's just mm-hmm. it's the most obvious like madness. I think we've seen it like a top a top top club for a long time. It's like uh, Otamendi. Otten Mendy. I mean, the other, I watch. I watched both goals. I watched them again this morning. And if you pause the frame, I think it's the first goal when they when they break away. If you pause where where Otten Mendy's position actually is, he's like the fourth, fifth highest player at the pitch. He was ahead of Sterling, <laughs> and it's like he's just drifting through the middle. And it's like, come on, mate! Like, yeah. have a bit of leadership. And and obviously, once the ball slips through, you've got Fernandino, you know, the centre oh, midfielder at centre back. He's it's almost not his fault for his positioning being no, a bit of off. No. Cancelo's drifting about like it's just just completely lost. Wolves on the count were, were unbelievable. Jimenez sent Otamendi for a hot dog for after the first, um, but it was Otamendi jumping Send in that gave him for a hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> Otamendi shouldn't have given him the chance though. Yeah, and I think Palace will 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 look to that. You know, um, Zaha and Schlup, if they're, they're the two kind of wide players again, can really get at them if um, Stones isn't back, especially or. Um, but, Absolutely. You, you know, I don't think the problems are that deep at City. I think when they've got the stones back, if he starts playing or Laporte comes back, wherever that may be, I think they'll uh, they'll settle again. Mm. Laporte's the one. I guess he's just out for so long. It's it's, it's kind of hard to rely on him. I, I don't know whether they need to go out and get centre back in in January or who knows. But obviously, ridiculous. money. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still not ready in this new world where oh. Palace are good and City, you know, wobbling. Yeah. Still not quite ready to say Palace. No, I think I'm, I think I'm no, going no, City no. here, but yeah. it should be a close one. Uh, let's move on to Super Sunday. We have 4:30 kickoff. It's just the only game of the day. Uh, it's on Sky Sports Premier League and main event, and it's a tasty one. It's Oof. Manchester United versus Liverpool. Um, for Man United, I know there's all the old jokes about rain in Manchester, but it's gone from raining to pouring. Oh, David de Gea no, no, injured no. in yeah. national duty. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just when they thought they might get their players back. <laughs> yeah. You know, Marshy Howe might be coming back, yeah. Lindelof might be fit, Wan-Bissaka, but you lose your main man in net. Not the it's, best. It's not ideal. Mm-mm. Although, although, my controversial take, <gasps> Man United should have sold David De Gea. Yes. Man United should have not backed down to his outrageous demands. I think Sergio Romero is a top keeper. Oh, he's brilliant. I think he's as good a keeper yeah, yeah. as anybody. Like, I think you could probably play for... 
pretty much anybody outside of mm-hmm. uh, City and Liverpool maybe at the minute. Oh, definitely. Um, and with Henderson that they've sent on loan yeah. to Sheffield United, if next summer it is that De Gea leaves, I don't think they're going to be worried at all. I sure. think Henderson move up, leave Romero where he is. That's a perfect pair. Mm. Um, so I actually don't think it's the biggest blow for Man United. I was I was almost no. hoping you disagree with me there and just launch yourself across the no, table. No, I, I really rate <laughs> Romero. He's the number one for Argentina and he has yeah. been for countless years now. Like, he can't be a slouch. Um mm. I can't I understand why he's happy to sit on the bench. Don't the get money that. might be good. The facilities uh, are strong. And, you know, he probably backs himself to, to get in the side. Yeah. Um, rustiness might come into it a little bit. But let's hope he keeps out a few and we have a tasty, tasty game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've, I've watched Man United a few times recently. I watched that. Ar- I keep coming back to that Arsenal game and it was just, it was so hard. It was so hard to watch. Yeah. I've got no effect, like, you know, particular affection for Man United, oh, no. but it was so... Just laboured. Like I think McTominay is a good player. He, he's very good player actually. I think he's um, he's anchoring that midfield well. But beyond that, there's just it's just nothing there, is there? No, their midfield has really struggled. They played Fred and McTominay as a midfield two last game, and they just they couldn't find the forwards. Mm. You know, even then when they did matter and Pereira didn't really turn and go. It was it was such a strange one against Newcastle and Newcastle. You know, hit him on the break basically and. And Ketch was very happy and came in glowing <laughs> on Monday morning. But, um, yeah, man, you were such a strange side. If they do get uh, someone back for this game, they've got to play them. Even if they're 80%, they've yeah. got to have some freshness in that team. Cause Desperation time, isn't it, really? It's poor. Uh, they've won none of the last five. That includes an away trip to Azad Alkmaar. And I'm not counting this Rochdale penalty shootout as a win. No. Like that, That is not Drawing a win for Manchester Rochdale, United. Whoever you are, no. Um, yeah, it's not looking great. And not scoring goals when, either. So. When, you, when you're not scoring goals, when you're struggling to keep them out, um, it's not great when Liverpool roll into town. No, <laughs> not the one. Liverpool, they're, they're not blowing teams away, but they're just getting the job done. I'm not having to. You know, they're not really being um, challenged or scared that often in the league. Obviously, mm. Salzburg gave them a right scare. Yeah. Three goals there. But... Um, yeah, they're not scoring five or six, but they're not conceding barely any, so they're not really needing to. Yeah, I think that Leicester, the Leicester win, kind of, I mean, that's everything from from a champion, what you'd mm-hmm. expect from champions elect sort of thing. Like, I don't know, ha- having people like James Milner, who I know it was a penalty in the end, but having people like him who can step up and just th- those unsung heroes, mm-hmm. I, I keep thinking, like, I mean, the obvious one, I keep coming back, like Park Ji Sung back in the day for Man United, <laughs> like, just pops up and, like, you're always going to guarantee a 7 out of 10 from him. Yeah, He's going to step up with mm-hmm. the, the match winning goal when, when the big guns are having the off day. And I think against Leicester, who are one of the most consistent teams around, very, very good team this year, um, yeah, I, I just think that that's that's such a good win, even if it Huge. looks like two one on Huge paper. Result. And you know, you can talk about Mane and the penalty all you want, but he impacted the game when it needed to be impacted, sure. and that's what I think. It's such a luxury when you've got three players in your starting eleven who could potentially win the Ballon d'Or, you know, or at least be in the conversation. Mm. Um, Liverpool have got it all really on paper. Allison might be back for this one. Yeah, that's a big that's a big plus as well because I guess Adrian. For all, he, he can be a decent shot stopper. Yeah. You're never quite as safe he's with not, him. He's not with the him one, there. is he? He's, he's not, not Alisson. He's not Alisson, <laughs> but who is? You yeah. know, and Liverpool now, 18 on the bounce. This could be, they could equal the record. Premier League wins. They don't do it Old Trafford that often, but they're going to want it. Yeah, you don't, you don't bat against them in this one, do you, really? No, when Harry met Salah, I think. God. The, uh, that's how it's been sold. <laughs> we've started, that's how it's been we've sold. started football times I'll on a great a, note here. I'll bring up a Nora Efron <laughs> reference any time, sir. Um, 
Wow, well, yeah. you're not coming back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've seen a few, just a, a side point as well. I've seen a few uh, combined 11s. So mm-hmm. everybody, the tabloids yeah. love a combined 11. Of course I do. Um, I saw one the other day, and I, I can't actually remember who it was. It was, it was I'm, I'm being told reliably that it was Danny Mills. And he basically just went for the Liverpool team. Would, yeah, would you select 11? Is there any Man United player who would get into that is 11? There? I think um, you'd look at Maguire. I think if you put him on the team next to each other, I think for his ball playing, Maguire, you'd have, yeah. a, you'd have a go with. Um, there's an argument for Pogba, but don't really seem like we've seen a lot of, of the best of Pogba recently. But I think three midfield roles, I'm sure one of them. Yeah, because I think uh, like Van Alden made his way into this this imaginary team. And like yeah. a few years ago, that, that wouldn't have been feasible at all. You would have no, just laughed at them. But he's actually like he's actually turned it right round. He's, he's become an excellent you know. player for Liverpool. Um, and yeah, Pogba. Yeah, I mean, he just really needs to get back into the swing of things, doesn't so you he? You know what Pogba you're going to get? You're going to get a passenger Pogba or the captain Pogba. Um, yeah, they're going to need. If they're going to need around, Captain Pogba here. They're going to need him soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think Liverpool win here. I can't see against it. You know, Old Trafford, they don't like it, but... Um yeah, Liverpool number win. Number 18 for Liverpool. Uh, moving on to Monday Night Football, we have Sheffield United versus Arsenal. It's on Sky Sports Premier League and main event at 8 o'clock. Um, yeah, I guess we'll we'll start with Arsenal here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually look quite resolute at the minute. I think I, I've yeah. been pretty critical, and I think a lot of people have been very critical of their defence. Uh, they've conceded one in four in all competitions. Um, th- they've got players coming back, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think the likes of Tierney, Bellerin... I mean, Definitely instantly like having two new fullbacks, that's going to change the whole dynamic, surely. Oh, especially going forward. Um, Kalasinac and Chambers aren't as mobile as Tierney and Bellerin. Um, so going forward, you know, they've got enough as it is, but with those two as well. Dangerous. Um, but yeah, keeping goals out, scoring one, maybe two goals a game. You know, it's not uh, light in the world. Arsenal, up, but no. <laughs> they're winning games. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's doing it. Moving it? up the table. Yeah, I think I watched Arsenal in the Europa League before the break, and uh, it was when Martinelli scored his couple of goals and stuff. Looks did, like a great yeah. player, him actually. Mm. I can't wait to see him coming through. Um, may have to wait behind Aubameyang and Lacazette. Yeah, but uh, but a good prospect all the same. But um, yeah, Tini Tini really caught the eye in that one. I think his delivery is so good. I mean, he's he's done it for a while at Celtic. Mm. We all know what what he's capable of, but. Yeah, I think in a team where they would probably always prefer going forward than sitting back, I think having someone like that who's going to get forward and be utterly just devastating with his crosses, uh, yeah, big, big plus for them. And they've not forced him straight into the team. You know, like no. he's had a few months to settle into the club. Um, if he does, if this is his, his start, that'd be amazing. I'm sure that time would have done him the world of good. Yeah. I think um, that's the ultimate test of patience, isn't it? When you've got you've spent a lot of money on a left back and you're still playing yeah. Kalasana, <laughs> like, like just sort of waiting, like when can we get rid of this guy? But uh, well, it seems now. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've got some good fixtures coming up. Uh, we've got three home games against in the next eight. They've got three home games against the bottom half teams. Uh, Palace in there. Uh, and then away games, it's Sheffield, United, Norwich, Leicester, West Ham. Don't play any of the big six. So it's big. probably a good chance for, for Arsenal to get some get some Ooh, wins on the board know, there. You know what Christmas is like for Arsenal, though. <laughs> it's that <laughs> time bring again. Bring that one up. So, nope. uh, yeah. um, obviously, they start that runoff against Sheffield United on uh, on Monday night. Um, 
bit of a strange team who they haven't scored in four of the last five games, including their one nil defeat to the mighty Sunderland. <laughs> um, equally, having they've only conceded uh, three in their last five games, including in their one nil defeat to the mighty Sunderland. Beautiful. Um, yeah, a bit of a not not particularly the neutrals' choice, Sheffield United, but they're getting a they're getting it done. They are. Um, and they play a really interesting style of football. Those centre-backs do not <laughs> stay at centre-back. Yeah. You know, quite often you'll see an Egan furthest man forward with Ender Stevens, like on the proper on the left wing. Yeah. And that's really great to see, you know, a different style of football. They aren't scoring the goals, are, and that is uh, a worry. Callum Robinson looks a right decent player. Mm. Isn't hitting the net, though. He is getting in those areas, though. So hopefully that comes. McBurney hasn't quite took off yet, but he is more of a, a finisher. So the chances, uh, yeah. hopefully it will come. And Sharp coming back. Yeah, sure. Uh, they just might need him off the uh, off the bench. Yeah, just going to mention Billy Sharp there. Um, obviously, there's that whole the whole stat about him never getting the chance in the Premier League before. You know, being probably the ultimate football league <laughs> striker. Can't think of any. Can't think of any better, really. No. Um, yeah, I just you can't doubt that natural ability, and I just think oh, when no. the going gets a bit tough, and it will, mm-hmm. uh, that defense isn't going to hold solid for for thirty eight games a season. And I just think players like Billy Sharp, like no matter what level they've done it at, they've done it, yeah. and so you've just got to give him that little bit of a chance. He's going to be so hungry and so yeah. ready for his moment when he comes off the bench. He gets ten minutes at the end of a game. Absolutely, you know they might throw him on and Leon Clark on yeah. and have four men up front or whatever. But he will take chances. Yeah, if they he's fall. thirty-three as well, so it's not like he's going to have too many more seasons to to crack the Premier League. Especially if they go down, this might be it. This oh. might be his Premier <laughs> League uh, Premier League debut and swan yeah. song. So we Sorry. want Billy to have a good season. <laughs> Sorry, Blizz fans, I think you've just been condemned there. Who, who again. condemned it? it wasn't me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> um, in this one. Who are we going for? I, I'm sticking with Arsenal here. Go I think on. I think Arsenal, but I think Sheffield will be real uh, positive in the game, and I think they'll be they'll be confident they can get a point out of it at least. Mm, absolutely, um, I think the the pattern suggests a narrow win, but yes. uh, it should be a good one all the same. Um, which leads us on the theme of Arsenal leads us nicely to fantasy Premier League yes, tips. Um, I've gone for Tierney this week. Ooh, hasn't started yet in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's five point four million, so he's dropped slightly nice. in value. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm sticking with him. I'm going for him. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. Good. Uh, he doesn't play now. We know who to call. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you can just file your complaints at to uh, Michael Potts, Jake Wilson. <laughs> at, uh, yeah. Um, and Callum Chambers is an interesting one as well, right? So he's four point four million. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure what his future is really, because I've seen a few people tipping him to to actually move into the middle as a centre-back. Yeah. And if that happens, I mean, you get absolutely quids in. Mm-hmm. So I think he's maybe a one to watch, not not necessarily throw in straight away. Definitely. I think those cheap defenders are a smart way to go. I'm going to say Diego Rico. Yes. 4.3 at Bournemouth. He's playing left-back every game, and those Bournemouth full-backs do fly. Mm. So, you know, could get a clean sheet, decent fixture this weekend. Could be. A good cheap option. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe not this weekend uh, with Man City up next, but I feel like everybody <laughs> went and chose Martin Kelly <laughs> yeah, from the very four, first four day. <laughs> yeah, the new one, Basaka. He's doing it. And, um, but he's actually, like, the amount of time, I, th- I don't think I've actually got any points from him yet. He's just sitting there, like, second, third on the bench. And yeah. it's actually probably, once City are out the way, start to... Oh, he's, he's had some clean sheets as mm. well, so he is a, a good signing too. Picking up the points. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea and Leicester both got good runs of fixtures. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was at Chelsea, Southampton, the other day um, mm-hmm. and my word they're going to tear teams apart this year they're, they're, they're slowly forward. turning mm. into a real unit William sorted himself out Abraham did. can't stop scoring did. So Abraham's I think got by like 50% of people on FPL now though Oof. so yeah. you might want to look at a differential there 
Yeah, bit of a bit of a chance to to leap on their good fixtures. Yes. Um, any other tips for us today, no, or are you all cl- clean out? I'm not telling any wolves because if I say wolves are going to be great, then uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. Not, not so everybody him. pick Jimenez. <laughs> Um, and then they score a hat trick. Excellent. Play. And uh, yeah, what's coming up on Match of the Day magazine we, this week? This Jake week, Wilson? it's a very special week. Ooh. So it is the <laughs> F2 takeover. So the biggest YouTube stars, the F2 freestylers, have taken over Match of the Day magazine, bringing the banter, bringing the techers, <laughs> bringing the skills. It is wicked this issue and, uh, and techers Banter no way and techers yeah. that's what they specialize in <laughs> you kids are gonna love this issue and for all the match attacks followers out there on the front cover this week we've got for every single reader a bronze limited edition ed and hazard card it is dynamite um thanks for bringing me one um <gasps> Yeah. I'll send it down. I'll send it down. <laughs> I, I wait for it. Um, <laughs> excellent. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, this is the Football Times podcast. Please give us a subscribe on Apple and on Spotify and everywhere else you can get your podcast from. Uh, we'll be here every week. We'll be bringing you football previews. And you can also check out radiotimes.com slash sport. It's our brand new shiny page. It's got full of previews for all the sports. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Cheers.